0: If you have your Bibles, I want you to go to the book of Isaiah, chapter number nine. I'll going read two verses in your hearing, and it may surprise you tonight that I don't have uh, any notes um, outside of the title of this message. Uh, But there's just a thought that has just been in my mind um, as we think about what this Christmas Eve represents what Christmas represents. Uh, and I just want to share that with you. There, there, there's a context that I hope you can, you can appreciate uh, about the relationship that you have with Jesus that after tonight puts more of a context and brings you a little bit closer to him. So in Isaiah chapter number 9, looking at the 6th uh, and 7th verse, it says this. Uh, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government, not like the government or a government, but his government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. That first uh, sentence for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. Uh, Sometimes uh, King James has a little bit more eloquently for unto us, a child is born. But I want to talk just for a couple of moments from the subject, let him grow in you. Let him grow in you. Would you bow your heads just for a moment? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, please allow Jesus to grow in us. Amen. Amen. You all know I pray quick. What is interesting to me uh, about this particular season is... That we understand as believers that Jesus Christ was born miraculously it had to be done that way to fulfill prophecy and it is one of the things that causes those that are unbelievers that are um, intellectual that are skeptic uh, to completely dismiss uh, our entire faith because uh, it's absurd On the surface uh, that a woman would be uh, impregnated uh, without any assistance uh, from a man what is interesting though is that in the same way Mary came to be found with child it's the same way we come to be found understanding that Jesus is Lord there are some similarities here that I Want to make sure that you have before you leave, because uh, uh, what we have in our relationship with Jesus is very, very similar to what happens with Mary's natural experience with almighty God. The Holy Spirit overshadows Mary and she is found pregnant with God. God is on the inside of her. Because the Holy Spirit came upon her. God is found in you the same way. The Holy Spirit has to bring us to Jesus. And without the Holy Spirit bringing us to Jesus and giving us the revelation that He is Lord and that God raises from the dead, we have no faith. It wasn't your knowledge. It wasn't your seminary degree. It wasn't a documentary that you watched or a book that you read that made you go, you know what? I believe that God is real. The Holy Spirit had to reveal him. In the same way that Mary came to be pregnant with Jesus, we come to know that Jesus is Lord the same way. The Holy Spirit was behind it all. As Mary... pregnant with God (laughs) I just can't get over that she is pregnant with God she has to carry him there's no different way that she carried a child than any other woman that has given birth to a child she carried him the same way except that she was consciously aware that this wasn't just any baby it's God Now, can you imagine, women? Can you imagine being pregnant but knowing it's God? How do you eat? Do you change your diet? Do you change the music that you listen to? Do you change what you watch? How would you act if you were carrying Jesus on the inside of you wow. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen I submit to you that we have a lot in common with Mary yeah. <laughs> that as Mary had to be consciously aware as she was carrying Jesus on the inside of her body we must also be consciously aware that we are carrying Jesus on the inside of our body. How how many women in here have ever had a baby? How many of you all got cravings? Some mood changes? How many husbands were responsible for that pregnancy? Less hands went up. It's a different sermon for a different day. But I would like you to imagine the cravings that you had with your child. How the baby on the inside of you made you start craving stuff that you wouldn't normally eat. But it wasn't about your appetite any longer, it was about theirs. I submit to you that When God gets on the inside of you, there should be some changes in what you crave. There should be some changes in what you desire. There should be some changes in what you want to experience. And there are a lot of similarities between Mary carrying Jesus and us carrying Jesus. when he is born everybody now knows what she's already known when she gives birth to the savior smart people wise people know it and evil people know it and they both have a different response to the birth of this child. The wise men want to bring gifts. The evil men want to bring assassination. They want to bring an eradication. And it's the same way that we have in our relationship with the Lord. If he's really growing on the inside of you, at some point he has to come out. And when he comes out, wise men will know it. And evil people will know it. The wise men will want to bring gifts. They will want to steward it correctly. They will celebrate what is coming out of you. Evil people will want to assassinate you. Character, assassination. They will want to downplay what it is that is coming out of you. And I just want you to think about the fact that we have a lot in common with Mary. This child, as you know, is wrapped up in some swaddling clothes and and they come and bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And I love what Pastor Gary said earlier that that this child uh, is to be celebrated for the birth. He is absolutely venerated because of his death and he is glorified because of his resurrection. The God that got in is the same God that could get out. The same God that could get out is the same God that could raise up. And what he did with his own life, he says he can do for you. That I could get into your situation. I can get you out of your situation. I can raise you up above your situation. But how will you carry him? I want you to imagine for a moment how Mary carried Jesus on the inside and how she would have carried him on the outside. They wrapped him up and, and we talk about the manger a lot, but they moved from there and could you imagine how closely she would have held this baby? You know how careful you are with your own child, but just imagine if you're holding God. If you drop him, what happens? If you don't change him, what happens? Imagine the humility of a God that would be patient enough to grow up with you, to let you feed him. He is Jehovah Jireh. And he let you feed him. He is Jehovah Shalom. He will let you comfort him and bring him peace. And he is a defender. He is a supplier. He is a deliverer, but But that he would humble himself to the point that he would need you to take care of him. How does that look in your devotion time? Are you nurturing that relationship that you have with him? If you were to walk around with baby Jesus in your hands. Every day, how different would your conversations would be? Where would you go or not go? If you had baby Jesus in a stroller with you, who would you forgive if you know Jesus was in the crib? Who would you not let have a piece of your mind? If you knew sweet baby Jesus would be upset, start crying. What I'm trying to get you to understand is that. This moment that we're reminded of every year is really about how we carry him. I don't want to do the cliche, it's not about the present. It's not about the tree. It's about him. We need to put the Christ back in moss. I'm a literalist, so I couldn't say you couldn't put the Christ back in Christmas because you said it twice. That's redundant. Stop. <laughs> if it is Christ mas, then amen, Spanish people. It's Christ more. How would you carry him? How would you carry him out of here this evening? If now you were aware of the fact that he's in me. That Mary gave birth to him once. But we give birth to him over and over and over again. Day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. There should have been multiplied hundreds, if not thousands of births that a believer has given to Jesus in any given scenario. It could be as easy as somebody leaving their wallet and, and Christ being born out of you to be honest and give it back. It could be Someone that has been very, very difficult to forgive and Christ being born out of you allows you to forgive someone that is seemingly unforgivable. It could be with all the craziness that's just going on in the last few months with the election, you dropping your station stance and picking up his stance In the same way it was when he told Joshua, I'm not on anybody's side. I'm on the Lord's side. How are you carrying Jesus? That's the question I want to leave you with. I don't want to hype you. I'm not here to be like, yeah, Jesus, go. Open presence now. I wanna leave you with a question. How is he growing in you? It may be that I need to ask a question to someone, will you allow him to grow in you? Because if you let him grow, he's going to come out. And when he comes out, (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. He doesn't look anything like you. Here's the main reason why you need to let him out. Because he doesn't look like you. Joseph had to take care of a child that did not look like him. He looked like his father. There should be some characteristics and attributes coming out of you that don't look like you. There should be some people in your life, if you've been saved long enough, that should compare you to your past and go, you're mm-mm, that's not. Who are you? Because I know you. Well, I should say I knew you. And I remember the last time that happened, you slapped them." so like you didn't even react anywhere close to the way you used to who are you who is this coming out of you it's not me (laughs) i'm dying so that he could live i'm decreasing so that he could increase and it's a compliment when somebody says you're not the same it's amazing to me how many people want to give their life to jesus christ but still Walk around and try to prove to their old friends, I haven't changed. I'm still the same guy you knew. No, you're not. If you are, you haven't given birth to him. Christ is overdue in your life. And maybe this evening, we're just inducing. When's the last time someone seen Jesus and not you? So let him grow in you. Because when he grows, you grow. We can have the same testimony as Mary, that we carried our savior. Not physically, but spiritually. And what a difference it made for the world. For him to come out of me. Let him grow. In you.